変身Common ride with me, there's Kip, known as the uh, Night Hag, and with me is uh, my uh, co-host David, uh, known as the Hustler for the porn that he puts in the woods. Hey, David. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotta have a stash. Did you ever find that growing up? No. Weirdly enough, no. I've heard about it Did a lot. You? Like, I think I might have been there one time with like older kids, but like, it seems like just like a weird thing that people treat as very ubiquitous. Despite it not being. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's like some weird fucking urban legend stuff. Really? Hmm. I, I've, I mean, I know it's happened. It has to have happened because it's reported so much. But like, I've never seen it. I don't think my friends have ever seen it. It probably is a little before us. too. was like, we had the internet in a way that 10 years before they didn't, you know, 15 years before yep. they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, porn in the woods. Um, my favorite horror porn remake. Uh, yeah, that's the one where they got like the cast of like Supernatural back in like 2011. They had like 3D effects. It was great. Her- loved it. Yeah. Uh, I miss 3D. Like, I hope that like pretty soon we get like a bad 3D comeback. That's fun, at least. Bad, bad 3D. Like, you mean like like 3D glasses 3D or? Yeah, like, like movies come out and they're like, oh, like 3D's back for like 18 I months. I mean, hey, Avatar 2's coming. Yeah. Uh, Avatar 2. I. That's such a popular franchise for what's actually there kind of ridiculous i don't i don't get like i man i saw avatar like twice and like one time was against my will well ho- hopefully the second time not the first time because was- yeah the second time the second time was against my will it's wild if you saw avatar against your will it's like the, the first time gotta go back out there. And I, I willingly went back it's fucking stockholm syndrome yeah but that's like really popular like did like really well in china and stuff i was like okay not sure why. Like, there's other stuff with blue people if no, you want it. Bless me. you. Ooh. People love blue people, I guess. That's just a. Uh... I mean, who doesn't? We're here, though, like you can guess by uh, our blue humor, that uh, to talk about Kamar Deno. Um, this is the seventh part of our uh, watch through this series. Uh, no, s- this time either, but uh, back to the future. Uh, but this is. Um, so it's 35 through 40. So we're kind of like getting towards the end of the series a little bit we're not quite in uh-huh. the end game but we're like kind of stuff's kind of coalescing you know mm, <laughs> yeah, that's debatable we'll get into it fair um hopefully by next time we have some amount of things that we understand well i mean we have things that we understand it's like for me it's like do we have things that i care about uh there's a couple things this time that i think mm. are very interesting but Last time was also very like solid. Yeah. But no, um so we are um first thing though, going to talk about uh from our movie episode actually. Um we were imagining like what kind of who would be our like imagine if uh we were a, a like comrader in this style. Right. And um we uh made one for ourselves and then we made one for each of the person so we have three of our four right now mm-hmm. so let's um talk about that uh what kind of um 
friends did your writer four make? <laughs> the first three. Okay, so I had add uh one based off of Artemis, add one based off of uh Gob from Arrested Development, and then I had one that was like a pretty boy chef type character. Mm-hmm. That was my my set of three. Okay. Um. So I had one based off of Columbo, the classical de- detective who I found out i guess like premiered the same year as like the original common rider whoa okay. yeah there's lots of like fan theories that like oh when the original rider went to america to like solve some crimes or maybe he was with colombo which i really love <laughs> he, he was colombo <laughs> i mean why not works makes sense um then i have uh carlos who is a like luchador uh and then uh, unnamed, but a Vietnam vet beekeeper was like very particular. Um, mm-hmm. Because I had Columbus and Carlos, I went with Amos to like, keep that naming scheme. Yep. Yeah. Um, and like we like went through and stuff. And um, one thing I wanted to do is like talk about <laughs> what we filled in for these characters, like uh, what weapons we had, and also like our catchphrases. Right. Yes. Okay. Let's go back and forth. So first, uh, okay, view. All right, um, we're talking about the weapon of the of the writer. Yeah, the Forbes. Okay, so Artemis. I mean, Artemis is Artemis. She's yeah. using a bow. I like. How could you not? Yeah, maybe it's a bow that can like also be used to like uh, Groot somebody. Yep, you could hit people with a bow. I yeah. mean, like it's not the most effective weapon, but you could do it, I suppose. Yeah, it works. I think Toku. Yeah. So uh, yeah, obviously bow like that's kind of a no-brainer um and you you want to talk about the catchphrase as well what do you look like when you're a possessed by artemis oh in my possessed form okay um i guess this is yeah the possessed look so like um i would i would have like you know how like they always have like a a strand of like colored hair to like mark who they are artemis would be like the same thing but it would like be all like it would be pulled back into like a ponytail and then like the tie would be the color for the for that character. That's good. Which I think would be I I I feel like green would be the color for Artemis. Makes sense. Um what would the personality be you think for Um she's like uh I wrote it down she's like a high energy Genki character who likes animals so like I feel like she would be kind of like Naomi but less dumb. Okay. Interesting. She's pretty like solid though. She's not like a troublemaker. Like she's no, not no, like no. a yoga. Okay. Interesting. Oh, uh, what's the catchphrase like when you start fighting with? Oh, okay. So the catchphrase for her is "Just so you know, nobody escapes the hunt." That's pretty good. That gives you some like Norse like wild hunt like vibes too. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the first one that I had uh, was uh, named Columbus because that's just great. Uh, but uh. <laughs> The weapon for that form is a, um, like, inkwell pen that's kind of, like, has, like, a cap and is, like, weird. Like, it's like kind of like it, like, makes little, like, ink-based, like, uh, projections, but it's, like, not a great weapon. It, like, he's not, like, as much of a fighter. Right, right. When I'm possessed, like, uh, the, like, gr- like gray-green kind of, like, comes in the hair, but also, like, I squint, so I'm just, like, hunched over. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah. Much like a Columbo. Right. He's always looking at the floor yeah. for clues or something. And of course, the, the catchphrase must be, just one more question. One more thing. Does he ask that in the show? I don't think I've ever seen Columbo. 
he says some version of that. Like, it's like, let me ask you one more question. One more thing. Or he like compliments people's like watch or their like lighter or something. Oh, hey, that's a nice lighter. Okay. Okay. That, all right. He's very low. He's kind of like a Kintrost a bit, like where he like can get stuff done, but he's just like a, this weird old man too, you know? Okay. But yeah. Uh, who is your second character that you got? Okay. So my second character is Gobtaros. Um, based off Gob from uh, Arrested Development. Um, I guess I'll just go from left to right. That's the easiest thing. So what does he look like? Uh, he's like, he's like a goofy ass, like klutz magician. Like I, I would imagine him, like if he was like Ryotaro mixed with like Kamen Rider wizard, like that's how I imagine him. Okay. Like the personality of, uh, Ryotaro, but like more, not the personality, the inherent unluckiness mm-hmm. of Ryotaro. But he's more like Kamen Rider Wizard. So, like, slightly more dangerous and, like, less likely to die, but still yes. a mess. But but I've specifically noted here, I, I said he's a, he's a goofy-ass klutz magician that somehow fucks up the magic trick in an amazing way, but it still manages to work. So, like, he gets the end of the, the fucking, like, magic trick or whatever he does, right? And, like, he's fucked up the trick, but then somehow it always ends up working. And he's like, he's like, he doesn't understand how he did it. That's good. And then he, he would look like gob, you know, he's got that gelled slick back hair when you're possessed. What's the color for him? Like white, black. Um, he would be, uh, I was actually thinking like he should be the a red one. I mean, the picture I have there is not red, but he, he would be red, red, a red, black, like Momotaro's mm. very similar. Yeah. Uh, my second um, was uh, Carlos. It was based off of a like luchador. So in my head, that's just kind of like going in the Goku slot, you know, just like very mm-hmm. energetic, positive, maybe messes things up, like was always down to fight and like very just very hyper, <laughs> you know? And like, I think we said that um, when he's like an Imogen, like he's like got like a mask on and like when I'm possessed, like the hair becomes like tied back like a mask a little bit, which is mm-hmm. a cool look. Um, the weapon is a chair. Uh, that just like forms from the pieces and it's like I like fully working like folding chair <laughs> I think it's good oh, I forgot to say what my weapon was oh yeah he, he he's a wizard staff and playing cards what's the catchphrase for him too oh his this next trick is gonna cost you because I think gob charges people it's illusion mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. yeah um, it's all an illusion oh I should use that as the catchphrase oh, I fucked up oh, there's at least, like, one common rider, like, that, like, uh, when they do their, like, kick, they, like, clone themselves, but they're all, like, illusions, only one actually hits. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's trodden ground, but, yeah, um, he's navy, too, which is, like, uh, what this form is, but, um, <coughs> for catchphrases, is, uh, me being bad at Spanish, but, uh, fuera de la cima luchemos, which, uh, means off the top, let's fight. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's like a that's a catchphrase for a character who like speaks like two languages, like Luchador. I thought that worked. Um, and then I cannot speak Japanese, but like also there in Japanese, but I don't have the. Wait, kara, tatakaimas, yeah, tatakaimas, fighting. Cool. In three languages, that sounds pretty good. There you go. And uh, it was your last. No dubbing required. Yeah, no dubbing required. Look at the size of that dub. Look at the size of these oh, subs. Oh, yeah. That, 
cheese. It just takes up the entire screen every time she says something. It's just a giant box of text. Yeah. Uh, who was your third from last time? So my third from last time was the one you gave me. Ooh, okay. Um, Nirutaros, who's like the pretty boy chef. So I, I felt like his, his, um, his imagined like personality is like he's like a high energy fuck boy type character. Okay. So like he's like Ryutaros mixed with Urataros, kind of like the energy of Ryutaros and like the the pretty boy fuck boyness of like Urataros. Okay. And then he he's his his style when you're possessed is you have like sideswept long emo bangs so you can like you know hair flip them. What's his color? Ooh, I. Mm, I think I feel like his color would be like a white and purple. Okay. Mostly white because he's a chef. So I feel like he should be mostly white. Interesting. Oh, what's your weapon for him? And it, his his weapon is just a straight up frying pan cuz how could it not be? Like that's like part of his like specific moveset, right? Yeah. He has to like land on the frying pan to kick and whatnot. And like like how like there's four pieces. That's enough to make most weapons. I think. Like, you can make anything from four mm-hmm. pieces. Of oh yeah, whatever. Uh, what's his catchphrase? His catchphrase is, "Are you ready for the full course?" That's pretty good. Yep, that, that's a fuck boy. Right. Yeah. Uh, my uh, third one last time. Oh, uh, was Amos a like very particular beekeeper and like war veteran? Um, and yeah, it's like very hyper fixated. Has like a yellow color scheme. Like kind of like can get like a little upset when things aren't just right mm-hmm. um possessed i think it's just like uh, i look like an old like um uh, like slick back but like half of my hair is like yellow so it's like looks like a bee and just kind of like if you ever seen like an old person at like a hobby shop mm-hmm. that kind of look i guess okay the weapon there is um a like bug sprayer slash like smoker like i'm thinking like the ones like have the handle on the back that like spray the ah uh, yeah, yeah the, like the I don't know what they're called they're like a gas thing or like a smoke sprayer I don't remember yeah smoke sprayers probably that's what it does um he was cool because he like control bees a little bit and like have them like get on them and like make some more armor or, like whatever which is fun um and his catchphrase because he's like also my team so far not a lot of conflict but also not as much competency as far as like pure fighting goes uh his catchphrase is like asked like a question like that like gets taken as like he's making fun of like his opponents but he says is this smoke bothering you <laughs> smoke bothering you okay and, and every time they get really upset i mean i would like if you're just like shooting fucking smoke at me all the time that'd be fucking annoying yeah and uh this last time uh, we made our like final to our team, to our uh, show's dynamics. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's my, here's my thinking. I realize that like I'm just literally an RPG character mm-hmm. because my first one has a bow. She's ranged. She's like a rogue type character. Then I got the wizard. Then I got the chef who's like a support type character. So I need someone tanky. And I'm like, who could I pick that's like kind of tanky or like knight-like? So my, my last... Um, Imagine called Sintaros is based off Joan of Arc. Mm. I feel like she's she's very prim and proper and serious because all the other ones are like, you know, Artemis and and Nirutaros are kind of like 
high energy like goofs so i needed someone who's like very chill and prim and proper hmm. uh the possessed mode is gonna be like long flowing hair which is weird because i guess joan of arc didn't have long flowing hair but whatever um what's the color then coming in? the color combination would be ooh, that's a good question because i already have a white one hmm. as a chef i feel like hmm. you have green red and white right I feel like yeah, she could be like a, a like a cyan blue type character, cyan blue and white. Okay. And her weapon is a rapier. How very French. Ah uh, yes, and what's her catchphrase? The catchphrase is "The Saint of Battle has arrived." That's a real like. <laughs> her catchphrase comes from like the episode's like title, like oh, like the Saint of yes. Battle has arrived. Oh, a hundred percent. That's cool. Uh. I had the same logic as you, though, where I was like, I need somebody who contrasts with my set more because mm-hmm. so far they're like pretty, uh, they're pretty much able to get things done. Like Columbus, like can fight like all right and like can solve stuff. Like Carlos is like just like like the like team fighter, and like Amos is weird but like well-meaning. So I was like, what do I need? So I um, my fourth is a, uh, his name is Pitos, um, and. <laughs> He's a little confusing because uh, when he first shows up, um, he's kind of like a like a very childlike character, just like uh-huh. not very um, not very like assertive, very shy, but has like pretty solid like hand hand like fighting ability. Um, and he has no weapon actually. He has um, the pieces of the weapon like go onto his neck like a stockade or like a like collar almost. Okay. Um, and then um, what happens is. Um, when something happens to take that off, his personality changes entirely. So I was thinking very much like okay. that, like Jet Li movie Unleashed, where like it was like a like person like raised to be like a hired like killer and like had a collar kept on. And in that form, like the armor of the uh, like suit actually like fans out a bit, like kind of like how like a like PC or something where like like oh, and now it's like getting open and. This is much more mm, okay, like yeah, a yeah. bloodthirsty killer type. He he goes. He has like a berserk mode. Yeah, and like he's just like um, split mode and like a slight change. Like it's kind of like he's trying to figure out how to not have two modes and like become one person. Okay. Uh and um, I have a uh, green gray. I have the navy. I have uh the yellow. I think um his color is like a pink, but it's kind of like a dark pink, like almost like it like looks non-sinister then it gets pretty sinister okay uh no weapon but it's like the pieces can be used as like some kind of like restraining weapon or something like in that way but just like a very good hand-to-hand fighter uh possessed uh-huh. hair down with some pink and then i think um hair to the side of some pink kind of like your uh j drama like murderer type <laughs> the the evil murderer look yeah, yeah i know exactly what you mean when you say that and yeah, um, he has a uh, two catchphrases. Uh, one is, um, "Does this sound all right?" Because um, like, he just like um, has some trouble speaking up. And the other being, mm-hmm. um, "I can hear your screams." So there you go. Okay, both sound based. I like that. He's very much uh, the troublemaker for my team of mostly good guys. Okay, and then of course uh, that leads us to uh, we've like made this team, made this writer. What's the order for our like friends on the belt? Who gets top billing? Yeah. Ooh, okay. 
I, I've I've made mine in order. Okay. So Artemis Gob, Nidu, then Saint in that order. So green, red, white, and cyan. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with a Carlos at the top in the navy. Going with Columbus next with the gray green. Going with uh, Amos in the yellow at third, and then uh, Kitos at the bottom uh, with that dark pink. Uh, I think my name though. Uh, we need some writer names. Like I'm thinking, come writer Osu. Osu. Oh man, yeah. I guess I guess he does. He's called like Deno. Like he doesn't. He, I mean, he has forms, right? Yeah. Uh, that's like a, that's like a bigger thing. I'm trying, oh man, because like every writer has like a fucking uh, what's it called, like a gimmick, like Deno's trains and whatnot. What haven't they had as a common writer gimmick? Hmm, I don't really know. They've been to space. Could be like RPJ or something. <laughs> that's your Dave. I mean, isn't that just fucking uh, oh, which common writer is it? The one that's like about games and shit. Decade? No, it's not decade. In like EX8 and stuff. Yeah, EX8. That's what it is. Oh yeah, it's literally just him with forms. Oh, uh, the most important question that was uh, met for last time, like our last question, is what does your climax form look like? Ooh, <laughs> that's that's good. Okay, I'm keeping on 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 Saint Autos in the picture. I have a sweet like cape, so I'm keeping that. Okay. It definitely has to have a cape. Oh man, the chef really like the wizard and the knight can kind of like combine because they have like both like flowy things, and I feel like you could take like the armor from from Artemis, like the shoulder pads and stuff, and put them on. But the chef is really throwing me off. Hmm, that's so hard. Yeah, right. How could I incorporate the chef? Yeah, because this is my tra- my trap card the whole time. Okay, like make a rider, make four good fours, plus like a couple weeks. And you have to make them like your feet and stuff. <laughs> that's yeah, that's fucking hard. So your head is definitely going to be. Who is your head? Who's talking? I could be Artemis because Artemis is like the base form. So I feel like the Artemis one has like horns and stuff. Okay. I mean, like Den O doesn't change like too radically. His like eyes peel and his like gets the yeah. helmets. Yeah. So, Okay. So Artemis oh man, face. I shouldn't have searched climax form because now I'm gonna have spoilers for stuff. So is your chef your feet? You're saying? I guess so. Okay, so head feet. I guess I guess because he has like he has like chef um like because he steps in the pan and stuff. Like maybe he has like weird like chef boots on. I don't know. Do chefs wear boots? Uh and you will never defeat <sighs> my climax form because of his non-slick yeah. soles for when he's in the kitchen. Very safe. Yeah, hey man, the oil oil is dangerous. You ever seen that Canadian PSA where the lady dumps an entire vat of boiling oil on her face and screams in agony? I love those things like where it's like, oh wow, like make sure that you don't leave anything not plugged to a grounded circuit. And then they just show like Raiders of the Lost Ark, just like it's unrelated. <laughs> Someone's face gets melted, right? Yeah. There are chef boots, I looked it up. Yeah, like I used to um for like one part of like college, like I like washed a lot of dishes and they had like special boots or they had like weird mm. things you put on over them. There's like, ah, oh, you can't slip and like sue us. It's not allowed. But no. Oh, uh, so my climax form. I feel like I have to go with Columbo is got to be at the top. Just a lot of questions. Very observant. Um, I think that uh, my Carlos is uh, the feet. Just very good luchador like ability to move like very agile 
and then um that's where like i think things go a little weird uh because normally mm. um one hand is for pitos and one hand is for amos however um sometimes uh the bad side of pitos comes out and takes over the hand that has amos and uh when that happens um just like a holographic b appears next to climax form that's amos okay he got pushed out but there you go that is a how to make a body how to make a rider and i feel like uh, we'd probably die pretty soon with these like powers and abilities what do you think uh i don't know i think the chef one is a little would put me off a little bit but not too too bad yeah like i think uh these teams could solve what's going on in like deno i think at this point i mean yeah probably but uh no uh let's talk about that though because uh we have a lot and a little goes on a weird just flux of information this time in yeah. deno um so let's start with um the first chunk of episodes which is uh 35 tragic tragic resurrection card zero and 36 no possession no session train slash um so this is kind of like an arc about um resetting our riders in their relationship and talking about who they are and it's there's a lot going on it's like but um let's get through it um we see that um it's like a Kintros episode where he's like bonding and teaching Ryotro stuff. Yep. And that's nice, but also uh, it does. It's doing that thing in fiction where it's like, oh, why do you need to become strong? We're always going to fight for you. Like, I'm like totally retiring in two weeks or whatever. Like, just. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and also a lot with Yuto and Deneb, too, because they're like talking. And um, something that happens here is that, like, I remembered it being like a mystery that Yudo came back mm. as zero dose, but it's actually much more like clear it's happening. And like the episodes about like him coming to terms with like the cost of doing that, which I think is like a cool way to do it that you don't always see in these stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause like, it's a horrific thing for him. And um, the best writer shows do tend to be like, Oh, isn't it really traumatizing that you're doing this? Right. Yeah. <sighs> these episodes, I feel like, they want they want to trade in like emotional impact, but they're just not written well enough that you really feel it. Because like, okay, they they make this whole huge deal, right? In previous episodes about like, oh, okay, you know, um Yuto is gonna lose all the cards and then he's done. He can't he can't transform anymore. And then just at this episode Sakurai, who I guess is Yuto from the future, yeah, comes back and is like, oh, here's more cards. And you're like, uh, I thought this was like a solved thing. Like, he only had X amount of cards. What's the deal? But it seems like he's stuck in a time loop or something. They present a different way the cost is manifesting a little later in these episodes, too, that I think explains mm. where he's getting this power again yeah um but yeah um it's definitely like um meant to be taken like in sequence too i think with the past episodes or like it's all about yuto coming to terms of the fact that like if he continues to fight if he gets the like ability he's gonna just become a forgotten person like outside of time which um like who would you say are like the forgotten people like in japan though is it like homeless people is it like certain kinds of like sick or like 
elderly people like i'm trying to like map maybe like is this like a newspaper article from 2005 that it's like in conversation with like i'm trying to like wonder who like oh it's yeah yeah, like like in japan i mean um lots probably but (laughs) yeah i mean homeless people are an afterthought here for sure but i think they're an afterthought in most places unfortunately Mm -hmm. uh the correlation that like i can't help but like making it like with like a very little like cultural knowledge of like japan this time is that um that they have their kind of like anti-millennial cultural moment that's just like hey why are there these dudes who like aren't getting married or like finding good jobs why are there people who aren't like entering productive society and like that's kind of like partially what i think like they're doing with a protagonist like ryotaro who's like super not doing anything like in school or like in like dating but like it's like i'm wondering if it's like that too it's like we're talking about the current crisis of youth fulfillment as well you know i don't know Uh we're missing some like first-hand knowledge from being a japanese person like 2007 i think but um yeah Mm. i don't know how to feel about these first few episodes like they're just very (sighs) like they present stakes but like they override the the previous stakes so it's like mm, i don't know (laughs) like it's it's so weird to to care when you when you're presented before with like oh this is the end all be all and then later it's just like actually uh no i do think that um the two actors that we have like um like both um Ryuto and Ryuto um do a great job especially compared to like a lot of like other a lot of Tokyo shows are, like the first time somebody's acting like in that a like serious right. role so you don't know what you're gonna get but they both do a pretty good job of like Maybe it's not super supported by the text, but they like make you feel it to an extent, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, which is in contrast to not every child is good at acting. <laughs> oh, with like, Hana. No. you, Hey, okay. You know what? I like, I don't mind her actually. I think like out of these, this weirdly enough out of this entire group of episodes, I guess this is skipping ahead to the end of mm-hmm. the show, but She's probably like my favorite character out of this entire set of episodes. I think there's like some weirdness where they're like sometimes they use her like to her abilities and role. And sometimes they use her like the person they had like 10 episodes ago. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, it's like Harg is like you're eight. You d- you shouldn't have to be sad about your like future being destroyed this weird way. Erased. Yeah. But no, um. We got like another like throwaway. Why is why is there a like um like monster going back in time? It's like oh this guy lost a like karaoke contest, but like it's the point too that the new like monsters don't need to like have a direct thing to go back in time. It's 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 very much like the the evil genie's wish, right? Where it's like his wish was like oh I want to defeat them, right? But he wasn't specific, so it just was like oh I beat them all up. He's like, wait a second. He's like, that's not why. This is like, that's not how I want to beat them. I want to beat them in karaoke. And before there's been like some pushback and that hasn't worked. But like, it's a point here. Like, why do these like, why can these like imagine do that despite not like being to like to the full letter, which is a cool change. It's like breaking the rules. Yep. They, yep. Yeah, it's and they they don't really go into that. I kind of assumed it was because Kai X is is doing shenanigans you should speak about who kai is right 
Yeah. Well, he doesn't show up till later, right? Yeah, we'll talk Kai in a big little note of uh, thoughts on our final antagonist. But yeah, um, I did um like, though, that we did see like Yuto like finding like Ari and being like, oh, you're making me like a special blend of coffee. Better go make that get disappeared. Uh, but he fights and mm. stuff. Um, and like we see like the time on like the watch for Sakurai, like stopping briefly. So it's like, OK, um, there's stuff going on, but. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's stuff going on. Um, and, like, the next episode's, like, very much, like, ripped from Gundam or, like, a lot of, like, shonen anime that's, like, about this kind of stuff where it's, like, just talking about having to fight and why you fight. Yep. Yes, this was very, like, a very melodrama-heavy episode. Uh, 36 you're talking about, right? Yeah, 36. No possession, no secession. Train slash. Train slash. And also, um, rare for Common Rider at this time, but um, I don't think these boys seem very shippable. So I was like, okay. Most of the time of these Common Rider shows, I'm like, man, this is a uh-huh. real couple going on here. But no, they... No, definitely not. Uh, you watched uh, Common Rider Kabuto, the, the show before this. Real mm-hmm. couple energy going on in those boys. Yeah, a little bit. But that's also just, if you put enough handsome boys in a river and have them like punch each other oh yeah that does happen doesn't it yeah uh that's like a lot of the the time like i'll call common rider yeah so a bunch of boys get in a river because like they care about each other and punch each other heterosexually but yeah <laughs> but no um one thing i liked here is that like um forget how it's said but like it's said that they're talking about like how it doesn't matter that like Ryotro remembers him because it's not enough because he's like the one person who can remember. And like, I like that. Cause he's like this man who's cursed to re- remember like a very like dark, like more mystical, like kind of like role, but it's like a fun right. twist there. Well, he says something like, he's like, Oh, I will be zero forever. And I will keep fighting forever and all this stuff. Right. He's like, it, I guess he like literally is like stuck in a time loop or something to that effect. Right. Yeah. He's going to keep fighting and like losing pieces of himself, but he tries to be like, hey, like I'm like strong and lucky, you'll be fine. But there's also like a certain finality, like, hey, I am fading away in some ways. Yeah. This is at the same time as like um in the past, um, the like Taros can no longer possess Ryotaro. Yes, for some reason. So I remembered from when I watched this when it came out that it was just like the stuff from the movie got worse over time, but that's not the case at all. Ah, uh, I see. They say, oh, no, because there's a new timeline, this is the timeline where we never exist to meet Ryotaro. Oh, my God. You've just unlocked, like, the fucking pun. What? Am I, am I dumb? Which pun? The trains run on timelines. Yes. Like, literal timeline. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I feel like a fucking idiot for not realizing that. Yeah. Um, if you uh, pronounce Ima Jin, like Jin... Ash Ketchum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had my I've just had my Ash Ketchum, but I feel like a fucking idiot. No, it's like timelines. Uh trains. Literal timeline. Oh my god, that's fucking stupid. I mean, yeah. Alright. So okay, knowing that now, it's like literally a new timeline has started and it like doesn't connect to anything yet. Yeah. So they don't have a past <sighs> or future with him. They just have the present with him. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 
this start, mm, okay, this is starting to, it's all coming together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, um, I, the solution to this, of course, he, he needs, like, a new form, which is, like, him fighting on his own, which is a uh, liner form, and what do you think of this one? Um, it's just big sword. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Like, it's, yeah, the sword just looks so fucking gaudy, like, it's just goofy. I don't mind it, but, like, it's, I've noticed this more and more as Kamen Rider goes on from the, you know, from the Heisei era to the Reiwa era to the, you know, from the Showa area is that, like, continually through the series, they just keep getting, like, bigger and bigger, more gaudy, ugly weapons, and I just fucking hate it. Yeah. It's, it's so much more obvious that, like, oh, this is a children's show to sell toys. Right. And like all they really need is like a color scheme and like a place to put in the collectible for the finisher. Like it doesn't have to be as much. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be this big like shield face goofy looking thing. Right. Um, Comrider fours has its final form is like the sword is also a rocket and you like unsheath the rocket to show the sword. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, stuff like yeah. that. It's just like. <clears throat> no, yeah, it's definitely become more and more toyetic and here it's just like it's all your friends faces and their voices and like that's the toy i guess yeah. but yeah um i do like just like to like talk about like the march of time and like and like toys um i like the economy of the forbes and like deno because at least you could say there's a purpose for each of them and there aren't too yes. many <laughs> hey there's quite a few like we have all f- we have four of the fighting forms yeah we have climax form we have now train form or line form it's not like liner form is here because climax form wasn't strong enough and then next week right. we're gonna get like climax liner form you know it's just like oh this is or here. are we or are we or are we mm, maybe <laughs> you say that now but but yeah um it's for him it's not it's like um on the other show for the common ride for me like we're following a comrade of build and that character got a bunch of side forms got an upgrade an upgrade a perfected form of the upgrade that was two forms and still has mm-hmm. probably another final form to go that's just like so okay. much yeah yeah that's yeah like in like a little yeah, much uh, the camarader ghost had like 15 forms and then had an upgrade form and then had a fusion form and then had a final form yeah it's a bit much yeah very much like uh you can get like a one big upgrade has that as a treat mm-hmm but no, um, I mean, it, it. there's more impact, right? When you have like, oh, this is the next step up. Here's the next big uber goober form, right? Yeah. And like I, it sucks. Like it just means that like less of the fights are interesting. These are much more about powering up. Yes. And like a lot of characters get very much like stuck to. So like, oh, yeah, like in episode eight, I was relevant. But now you've had three upgrades. Right. And you never see them again. Or you just see them getting tossed aside. Like, being like oh, no help we suck but no um one um main thing here is that like realtor says i don't intend to let you sacrifice yourself like i don't intend to let this happen like very much like a full metal alchemist Mm -hmm. like i don't believe an equivalent exchange like i'm gonna change things i'm gonna work hard not to make you die you know yeah that leads to uh the um the greatest episode ever episode 37 uh i have the face for it don't i so what makes say this is the greatest episode ever 
Oh, are you kidding? How could this not be the greatest episode ever? Okay, so basically, uh, like, Ryotaro is training with Momotaro's and like weird things are like keep it happening because of this new train line, they assume, you know, and they're like, they're like kind of evasive on the subject. They're like, I don't know why it's happening. This train line is weird. It's not connected to anything. We don't go down it. And then like, even the, the conductor guy is like, I, who we won't know until it connects to something, I guess. Right. Yeah. But, uh, Ryutaro's is like kind of, um, He's getting like weird things. He's hearing a voice in his head, which I think he's been happening for him to like for like a while. It was hinted at like a couple of I think it might even be hinted at before the movie. It's been a while. When he shows up, he's talking about how he was promised he'd be the conductor of the Denliner, how he was told right. he should kill like Retro. And he says, I'm not going to do it like once or twice, I think, to like what he's told, yeah. which is super early. Yeah. So this voice is Kai who is a dude. Mm-hmm. He's just a dude. I, like, okay. We don't know anything about him. He dresses like a dude. He doesn't look like an evil bad guy. Really, he just like looks like a dude. Well, and his name means restoration. Mean, what? And that means time. I mean, Kai, Kai could mean fucking anything. But no, yeah. What were you saying? Uh, th- then we get the, the best <coughs> scene in the entire fucking show. Where Ryutaro, you know, he he presents um, a drawing of Irie, like a very childlike drawing yeah. of Irie, and he wants to give it to her. But Momotaro's is like up to like, don't you get it? Like we, me and Ryutaro are not the same like people like you are not Ryutaro. Like what? Like what don't you understand? So. He decides he's just gonna like possess Ryotaro and go to the milk dipper to give her this fucking uh shitty drawing he did. And he gets there and he sees that Irie and Yuto are there and he's like, Ooh, you know, he gets real sad because he's like a child and like he likes Irie for some reason. We don't really know why. Have they ever said why? Uh, she's his older sister and he wants her okay. affection. Gotcha. And then the weirdest thing happens. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is what happens. <laughs> okay. He goes to dance, <laughs> right? And uses his Utaro's power to manifest an entire dance club. This is what happens, right? I, I assumed he went to like an existing dance club and just took over with his like influence. Okay. Because like they don't, re- well, we know for a fact that he can manifest dancers. That comes up a little later, too. Why can he not manifest an entire club in a pocket dimension somewhere? Unless proven otherwise, my thought is he just found this place or he found a club or made a club, but he found like a room Mm -hmm. because he was like implied to constantly be like exploring, finding like cats and dogs, like finding weird people. Right, right, right. Okay, I suppose that's true. Anyway, he he he's in a fucking sick ass black wall dance club. And then fucking Kai shows up and they have a fucking B-boy dance off. (laughs) And Kai. It is the weirdest sequence of fucking shit I've ever seen. And the crowd is like going between them, like who they like think should lead their dance club, I guess. But yeah. um, One thing to note is that in the front of the crowd um, is uh, this man who has a shirt that says um, on the front. It's just a picture and the words, the Godfather. 
and the picture from the movie. And on the back, it says, um, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding, comma, cannoli. (laughs) Okay. It it was going a little fast, but I think I got that all the way. Maybe it was like another line that was like cut off, but I Mm. saw cannoli there. Uh, So, yeah, that's just high fashion, though. That's like the perfect fashion to see like a cool like dance battle. But so so Kai shows up. And he fucking, he fucking serves Ryotaro. He got served. He got served. He literally got served. To which I wrote in my notes, oh no, oh no, it's the fuckboy turnabout. Where all of his dancers basically like point at him and are like, you suck. You got served. We're not in your crew anymore. That's to come. Oh, that's to come. First, he like fights him by the docks and tries to shoot him and stuff. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that does happen. And Kai's this whole thing where, like, he's like, can you tell what my expression is, what my emotions are? And people are like, ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Because he just looks like a fucking dude. Yeah, he just kind of, like, smile a little bit. Yeah, uh, Kai's not really a very well-remembered part of the show, if I'm being honest. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I love the Taros. I love Yuto. Oh, yeah, that well, it's a cool grasshopper that one time. Gao's cool. Who the fuck's Kai? <laughs> like, not to, like, spoil it, but, like, he's... In it and he's doing stuff like a lot of people like do forget him i think because the show is very mm. popular um, but no um and like on the den liner though they're going to this juncture point which is this train station that showed up because there's a new timeline right and um th- that of course leads to meeting the station master um who is uh, an old man who likes rice and uh does not seem to age with time it seems to be very cryptic. Uh, we haven't seen a character like him yet in Deno. Hang on, wait. Is, are they, uh, is he not just like a clone of the, the train driver? Like, they're the same person, yes, right? Yes, they are. Okay. I was joking before, but yeah. Uh, the, it's just the same actor. And he's like, if you think we look alike, you're wrong. Let's have a rice battle. <laughs> right. And I was super, yeah. Oh, sorry. I do love when they have that fucking rice battle. And the fucking station conductor pulls out two spoons and the train conductor just goes, Nitoryu. It's like, oh, two spoon style. You should have pulled out one spoon and then like another spoon comes from the other end like Darth Ball. Yep. Uh, oh, fuck, it's so dumb. But yeah, um, and like what happens here is that like um, to like get one over on Yuto, Kai gives a messed up like card uh, with the like lion to Rutero says, hey, if you put this on like his train, it'll be really funny, and you won't have to have him making moves on your sister. Right. And, of course, it gets hijacked, and then it goes to grabs the Denlider, which I think is pretty cool. Like, it does a pretty good hijacking. Um, and they rampage mm-hmm. through time. And that's bad, of course. Poor Naomi. Poor Naomi just gets fucking battered around. Yeah. And, like, in, like, episode the 38, like, she gets cream pie. It's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, uh, you hate to, hate see, to it. see it. Yeah, uh, three, seven, four, eight, whatever they do for like porn up, up. Yeah, uh, so he can't become. They can't do Deno now, and also like no, nope. um, the Taros can like walk in the station to their fighting books and like you just fight the like lion. It's like a like strong guy, and then like also like um, <laughs> at the end of the episode like. The start of 38. Um, he's in this time platform. Yes. And he summons his dancers. Correct. In the middle of nowhere time. What do you think about that mm-hmm. one? 
Yeah, it, it's really goofy because he's like, he's like, ah, I summoned my dancers. He's like, he's like, he's pulling a fucking like Rita Repulso summoning putties. He's like, I'm going to summon my dancers to get you. Kaiser's like, no, no, mm-mm. my dancers. And also, um, wow. he's wearing like flesh colored pants. So like when like there's a like look up at Kaiser. Like, Is he just naked under a robe up, up there? But no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. What were you saying? I was just going to say, like, I just I just find it like very goofy like that like we don't know anything about kai at this point no. like nothing so having like ryutaro be like oh i'm gonna sick my dancers on you and the guy just goes nope is like you're like okay well like how can you do that why can he do that should i care i guess yeah no um he's just got powers and like there's more later where like he like gapes himself to like send his friend back in time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else do you say? I mean, yeah, he he literally he literally goatsies himself. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Uh, but no. <laughs> yeah, uh, he just has time powers. He can like pick a time and let his people find somebody from that time and like know what to do at the time. Right. Well, he's like. I guess like his ability is like he can send the imagine back through time without having them like have to do a wish. Yeah. That does erase it from time though. Yes, but there seems to be more Kai's. So okay, is Kai an imagine? Uh no clue. No clue. Yeah, okay. Yep. They don't they don't He's explain introduced anything. Introduced on a rooftop looking over a bunch of imagine, so the implication is that he's either from the time of the Imagine, he's has his own little branch of the time of the Imagine, or he's like... He is one. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah, but he's like got a human form and memory. Sure, yeah. Like, he's a he's a fusion of Imagine and uh, of human and Imagine, yeah. It's... He's some kind of god thing. Sure. Again, like, like, he's presented as like, oh no, here's the big evil bad guy, and it's just like this fucking dork. Yeah, um, he could use a writer for of all bad guys at this point, but yeah. Oh God, yes. Um, and like they like end one of the episodes by like having a train in the hole and like its eyes look out and like you're like, mm-hmm. think, oh, is that a new writer? It's not. Nope. Uh, nope. It's not. Yeah. Um, Rutaro gets uh rejected by Irie, and she's like, oh, like you're not my brother. Who are you? But I'll help you. And he's very upset by this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if that ever gets positive because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, n- not sure how he would meet her in a way where he's not taking over her brother. It's not weird, but yeah, whatever. Uh, but the boys meet Kai and talk to him, and Ryotro shows some spy, and he's like, "Don't ever talk to, don't ever talk to my son again." That's what he says. Yeah. Uh, and the trains get caught because the station is actually a big train too. Kingliner. Uh-huh. And yeah, Kingliner. <laughs> there it is. Yep. And then it, it vores the other trains. Oh. Uh, but they beat the lion. And we see that the day's saved and there's an apology. And he's sad with the picture in the hallway. But he did character growth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that all that matters? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. Uh but no. Um I'm very curious because like I was like pretty positive about these episodes but what you thought of this last set because they do a bit more um here uh-huh. they start with like they meet like a random one-off like weak reskin of a suit 
and like it's like Momofer is like trying to to show like how to fight to be like and here's how you fight uh you slash this pole through someone's body as it explodes exactly uh but then that like um leads to like um Ryotro puts the pass on the guy who they saved he goes back in time despite there being no one there and is like I think there's a pattern and they uh-huh. find a pattern everywhere they go Which that's is. where Sakurai is yes so what do you think of this well I mean I thought it it's weird because like I thought we were kind of done with Sakurai but like he's now he's like become a kind of a key player again in this set of episodes like I don't know what they're gonna do like I feel like Kai is gonna be like set up as the big evil guy and then is just gonna have he's gonna be like rug pulled at the end for like future fucking Yuto to be like haha it was me the whole time I think that would be cool yeah I kind of forget a little bit about the end of the show but um yeah he's just they're refocusing on him and I think part of that might be like maybe like if they had plans for like for like Hana they're like she's eight we can't have her be the focus of this plot or something you're like Right, not you know, anymore. more maybe if that was the case, but yeah, and like um, when he's back home, Ryotaro gets asked by like Ari, "Hey, have I forgotten something?" Mm-hmm. And that's like the first hint that like memories are coming back, like despite this. So it's the kind of thing where it's just like, oh, over time, time heals all wounds or whatever, you know. Well, there was like a whole section where like Irie's entire fucking um, the milk dipper is like completely different. I think that's in this set of two episodes, right? That's in the next episode, like, yeah, but yeah, like it's like a she's definitely sorry, I'm jumping ahead here, yeah, but um, she's like remembering past stuff before the timeline changes, mm-hmm. so like things right. can happen, but I think like the point here is I guess like <laughs> continued use of like zero notes is like gonna get rid of what little bits are left, yeah. He's he's like now he's picking up the pieces and erasing those as well, like he's erased the big things. Mm but there's some just lingering parts. And that's where we see like a red card. Like, it's just like, what's this? This yep. is like a, but that's, but that's after Yuto gets murdered. We see him looking at the card mm-hmm. before he gets murdered. But yeah, um, it gave me very like, uh, Digimon Tamers vibe. Is that like the card one? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like red cards, blue cards, all that. But yeah, um, he's pondering what this red card is and what it means. to be zero knows. And then they go shopping and they get mushrooms and it's, Hilarious, I guess, in the wrestle. Yeah, yeah, it's it's goofy. So like, after that, um, like Kai appears and like talks to Ryotaro about like the morals of changing time and like if you go back and you fuck up time, then like shit will change, right? Yeah. But that becomes important later in the episode when they go back in time to where like Yuto is in like junior high, high school, ninety three. He's like night. I yeah, I don't know. A little younger, maybe like two or three years younger than he is. Yeah. This time's weird. This point. And he gets fucking murked. Yes. And he dies in a van explosion. <laughs> Which is like a lot more graphic than I think I remembered. Like, oh, like they like actually blow up the van, not just have the explosion, like show everything. They show like a burnt right, hand yeah, and everything. Yeah. And like, like, like the small yeah. moments of he like sees his teacher in the present who has no clue who he is. And it's like he looks very sad about it. Hmm. But the thing is, is like he gets he is fucking back to the future, right? Like he gets blown up and then the Yuto that we know disappears. Like he just gets erased because he 
essentially doesn't exist in this timeline anymore, right? Yeah. And um that means like a lot changes, but um before that though, like I do like um how they have that like moment where like the two riders like meet on the sidewalk and he like kicks a bottle and it hits Ryotaro in a way where he knocks them both down like a hill. <laughs> and they roll down the side of the hill. Yeah, and like I like like Yep. Those character beats and um when like Kai finds Ryotaro, all of the images show up. We're like, we're to beat the shit out of you. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Um then there's this really sad moment where Ryotaro is like So this like fight scene like at the end of um like this like second last episode. It's interesting because yes. it would be the rage moment for any other character, but it's also mm. where Ryotaro is saying, like, I don't believe in your way of doing things, and he doesn't let himself right. get rage moted, which I think is like a cool character. Yeah, he's he's a very much more like composed character. Like yeah, in most other cases they would go ape shit and you know. He says if he believes he remembers that Sakurai will come back, and then the next scene is he does not come back. <laughs> and like we see like um that I guess that Irie is a flower loving lesbian now. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh just like her shop is full of like different female versions of characters that we've seen that all want her attention now and has a different vibe. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking weird. It uh, reminds me of uh, the Star Trek movies where like, I guess, because like uh, Kirk's dad died, his friend is gay now. It's just like, what? Yep. what? Okay, sure. Uh, but no, um, it's an alternate timeline. And also, like, it's cool that there's also where we get like a different OP, which is just like the images thing, but like, it's cool that like we get it with the alternate timeline episode. It is neat, too, that, like, so, with Yuto gone, Deneb is now contracted to Ryotaro. Yeah. In this timeline. We don't see any kind of, like, form indication or if he even fights, but he does possess him. I'm not sure where yep. Deneb comes from at this point. Maybe it's just, like, time had to, to, like, do something with the pieces it had. Right. But, yeah. um, And, like, only him, Hana, and the owner remember, and the owner says human memories are strong and brittle a good line mm. and like things seem all right with the group at this point though there's like this moment where naomi jokes that deneb used yurataro for some gamer girl bathwater for the soup <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh man uh i would love to see somebody get gifted gamer girl bathwater actually just like it's one thing you buy it for yourself in your own secret chest but Right, yeah. That'd be funny. But no. Um, it's another thing entirely when, you know, it's given to you and you're like, what the fuck? I spent $4,000 on this fart in a jar for you. Yep, exactly. Uh, the point that gets made here, though, is that, like, Kai says, the timeline's better. Like, people are happier. Um, your sister isn't sad. Right. Yeah. Like, killing Yuto has, like, made a timeline where ostensibly literally everything is better. Yeah, it's like, uh, the point made like a little later is like, oh, like, Deneb and Irie loved him despite the fact that, like, they were often, like, sad and worried. Or like, oh, mm -hmm. uh, I guess that this guy's not, like, a dad anymore. But, yeah, it's like a new timeline. And, like, uh, the, like, coldest that we see Ryotaro, though, is, like, when he says, how come this timeline's not sticking then if it's the real one? Why would you care about the future changing if your future was real? Uh, but yeah. Um, 
the timeline does heal though and um that's what yuto says yeah it's a great thing about these cards is my memories as zero knows have become new memories also by the way I, right I'm, I'm about to burn all those sons of bitches yeah like he he implies that like oh by going back in time he's created new memories that he can basically harvest to continue being zero knows so like he went from having like 30 years of memories to like a year of memories is basically what he's saying though right so it's like a slowly diminishing I circle. Mean, he is running out of time right but like the longer he's around the more memories he makes so like yeah it's yeah but at this point he's like limited stock and like the red card's a new thing because that's memories mm. of him not just his future self they're getting yeah uh and yeah um I do really like the transformation into Zero Four in the first time. I think it's one of my favorite Rider Four. It's pretty cool. He's just rusting and his memories are rusting and like people are forgetting him. Pretty solid. Yeah, it's interesting because like now before it was always like Oyuto was burning someone else's memories. Now he's burning his own memories. Yeah, and he doesn't have a lot of those. Mm-mm. So it's like much more like, okay, we found some more of these, but they're all way more important. Of course, um, a part of this upgrade is that Deneb becomes the Denebic Buster. His Buster form. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which, that's a great name. I like, um, the aftermath, though, is that one, this, um, ring he's been wearing around his neck kind of chain is rusted and falls off him without him realizing. And two, mm-hmm. uh, there's this point where, like, Ari's like, who's Yuto? Like, wh- what notebook is this? Right, it's just like, it says... On the thing, it, I think it says, like, the Sakurai's, Sakurai Yuto's recipes or something on it. Yeah, if he's trying to make, like, coffee, he'll drink, because he's, like, a sweet tooth or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we leave. Uh, we have a villain. We have final forms. Uh, we have a, one hero who can't connect to his friends and whose time is converging. One who's burning up all the memories people have of him. Uh, which is, like, a cool place to stop, but I... um. Do you think that Kai so far is definitely underwhelming? Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about like the show right now? Like, what do you want to see next? Like, are you like feeling good about it? What do you expect? I think this show is in like a really rough spot. Yeah, it's like nothing. Nothing is doing it for me, really. Like, I think the last episode here is starting to go in like an, a more interesting direction. But, like, from 35 to now has just been kind of like the wheels have been spinning. They have to introduce a lot, and, like, it's hard, because I definitely do think that, like, their main character for a lot of the plot stuff is just gone in a lot of ways. Um, Mm -hmm. And that, like, their success has maybe, like, I'm pretty sure at this point they know, or they're, like, writing the episodes in the aftermath of this show doing very well. And like, right. they're just kind of like, oh, we have to make sure we have more time for antics for like the Taros and make sure that like people get their dose of the characters that they love, which a goofy bullshit. Yeah, it's kind of antithetical to like making them do important stuff and also like some consequence, which like this is also like mm-hmm. a weird time because like Kamen Rider shifting away from like a certain amount of darkness. And, like it comes back a little later in like certain shows, but this is like definitely a show that is like trying to do something different than like yeah killing a bunch of like people on a bus or something but yeah uh no um i'm wondering i mean bombing a fucking van and killing yuto is pretty like weird i'm wondering how the next set's gonna hit because it's uh 
two episodes for this like season, like uh, 41 through 46 and then last three up to 49. And right. Yeah. Um, I do want to see consequences. I do want to see like interesting time stuff, some answers, the enemy to feel a bit more menacing because right now they don't. Right. Yeah. Like Kai, Kai's just a dude, man. Like, yeah, I mean, like he, he does like evil, bad stuff, but like realistically, I just feel like, oh, he's a, he's a guy working with the imagine like he hasn't been presented again as any kind of a real threat like because he's still like just oh i'm gonna summon imagine and they're gonna fight you it's like okay well how was that different from before it's very much reminds me of um in like a lot of shows they would have like the character has like some weird power or like ability to like change the rules but they're like being held in Mm -hmm. a cell by like the actual main villain like it would be like oh like gao has kai as his like weird weapon you know exactly yes like kai is i don't know like not holding back but you know he's he hasn't reached his potential that he could yeah and maybe he'll like have that moment like where he feels the dark side of time and like shoots lightning and is cool yeah but no maybe. maybe yeah for now though uh we just have to see how the show does i'm super have no frame of reference or what happens these next six episodes I think. You don't remember? Not at all. Mm. Maybe it's, uh... I, like, vaguely remember, like, the end of the show, like, the last arc, and, like, I super don't know what happens here, but hopefully it's well done, because I'm kind of surprised by this show. I think it's taken a lot of swings, character-wise and, like, themes-wise. It's not hitting a lot of them. Mm. Uh, It's, like, not definitely... It's not quite sure what it wants to say sometimes, but it's swinging. So, So I'm hopeful. Right. It's doing it's doing something. I don't know if that something is good yet, but it's doing something. Yeah. And uh that's at least engaging compared to like a lot of shows where they don't like even try at all. So Right, right, right. Seems like we're a little lu- lukewarm, a little unsure for next time. Mm-hmm. If that's the case then, uh let's ask our important questions, so. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Uh who are your top three characters this time? Um Mm, this is hard because like no one really stood out to me. Um, I like like out of this set, we I didn't we we didn't really talk about her, but Hana or Kohana, I guess her name is now. Haha, <laughs> puns puns are funny. Um, uh, like she's just like really kind of goofy and funny in in this set of episodes, and I kind of enjoyed her being there. Um, I guess it would be if I was gonna do my top three, it'd be like Hana. Ryotaro, Yuto, probably in that order, which I guess is like telling about like where these sets of episodes are focused. Yeah. No, um, didn't love Hana this time, but I would say, um, probably I'd keep the same top two of you. Who's number three? Not Kai. Uh, Kai's kind of just there. Uh, Kai is like, mm, I'll say Ruteros because he does get good character stuff this time like mm-hmm. yeah he's used he's like a third like it all makes sense there uh but what part of the uh toku was your favorite though like what like practical effects what like choreography what suits okay i love the lion imagine the goldar looking yeah. motherfucker he looks so good he has that like green patina on him too Yes. Oh, he looks awesome. Like that dude should have been the fucking evil imagine guy. 
Yeah, like you think of the, like it was like, oh, the four kings of Imagine are here. He's one of them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, that suit is so good to just like have it just be gone. And like the like uh, the minions that they use are based off of him, too, which is kind of like, OK, right. The 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 fucking um in the early two episodes the like drill mole ones are they look like they look like a One Piece character. Who? I can't remember what the. No, there's a One Piece character who looks like that. Like a mole or no? Just like the the like long jacket with like the metal uh metal thing on his head, like the pot on his head. I don't know then trying to remember who he is but he looks like very he they look like a one piece character like a background character in one piece oh yeah though like they do have uh the like uh moles that seem like they can come back if they want like recurring right uh person there too yeah um i really liked um the fight scene when uh, we first see yuto back where he's like just breaking their like weapons up and like oh no i have meaning or forcefulness Mm-hmm. but yeah um and obviously like we mentioned the transformation to the yeah. red xeranos is rusty xeranos i would love if morphorn is just like a weird like actual effect like oh no i was burning and i burned right. into this form you know <laughs> yep instead of just like flash of light because that's the easiest way to swap uh you know someone in a suit or from out of a suit to in a suit right I don't mind the cast off stuff like I'm rider like Agato's like final form is like part of the arbor breaks through and casts off and it's like half the previous form and half a new form. That's cool. I love I love that in Kabuto where like whenever they use like the cast off stuff because like they're in like a big armor form and they cast it off and it like shot everywhere and it hurt people. I thought that was pretty neat in Kabuto. Yeah. What outfit was your favorite this time? Oh, that's a good question. Um. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. I'm gonna go with with um gay Irie. <laughs> Lesbian Irie. That's a good fit. Her hair is so different than the regular one. Yeah, it's like I get like she has like flowers and like a different wallpaper, but the thing changing that now like fish fear her and women want her is just wild. Yeah. Just is okay. If it wasn't for Yuto, I guess she was like really into women, but they know it. Maybe she's bisexual and they just didn't say. That's basically what what the show's about. Hey, like there's two timelines. Mm-hmm. She loves them both. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Um I liked um some good fits for Yuto. Not a lot of heat for Ryotro. He just kinda has these like wild shirts and like a vest most of the time, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I worked out actually. Uh the like watch gets like rusted too. That's pretty cool. One very cool moment. Oh, yeah, that is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, uh, that's the end of this whole chunk of uh, this show. Uh, the plan next time is to kiss all back together and uh, do the penultimate bit. And then um, I talk about uh, what's uh, next for the book club and that kind of stuff. A lot of interesting options there. Um, how, how much more do we have to go? It's like two sets, right? Yeah, we have nine episodes, so six next time, then three the time after. Okay, a short three. I I assume that the, those are like the big, the big episodes. Stuff happens. Yeah, you know, it's the the climax, as it were. Ah, another pun. Uh-huh. Timeline. Yep. No. Uh. Yeah. Um. And then, like, of course, like, um, 
we'll do a vibe check like too if we're like hey <laughs> i i personally think we're just gonna finish the series and then maybe like converge again like a weeks or month but there's also another eight episodes of deno worth of stuff after the show ends yeah too popular i guess we'll see yeah. uh but for now i guess uh when you're not uh possessed and you're not uh working on timelines or no uh where can people get you on their timeline david uh they can find me at tokyo fresh podcast on instagram uh you can follow my personal instagram at zyrel um if you want to hear us talk mad shit about japan uh go hard oh yeah uh you can find uh me on twitter.com at james forge yeah you can find the podcast at common rides me on twitter instagram there's copyright.com uh for episodes and articles there's a uh, slash episodes for links out different platforms and uh slash merch for links out to our merch uh and might be something fun there soon um but uh just uh the proceeds for that are currently going to uh i think they're switching to trans lifeline but they do mm. tend to go to the trevor project there uh and that's good uh and yeah i guess have we learned anything important today? Don't wear tan pants. Always wear red shirt in case you get shot. Yeah, yes. It's so easy to get the blood out. Exactly. And also, uh, make sure your villain is dangerous. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like a broken record at this point, but yeah, like, come on. It's illusion, Michael. Yes. Uh, maybe it is. Oh, maybe it is all an illusion. <laughs>